Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hello Chicago. I am Maggie Hendricks. And I am Amanda Kashubi. And you guys. What? Jay Cutler's back. <laughs> Jay is back, but not, but back. But is, but it's not. And it's good, but it's bad, and it's funny, and I'm there's a lot of emotions, is what we're saying. We're, we're in a glass case of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, he was obviously one of the main reasons we started the Hairlow podcast because of his amazing head of hair. And then he left us. But lo and, and behold, he left Chicago. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? I don't get it. I don't either. Continue. Okay. <laughs> and then we were so much looking forward to him calling Bears games for Fox and perhaps ripping them or just being... Um, not paying attention halfway through the game. I don't know. Or just saying, just pointing out how much every person in that team sucks and how he could mm-hmm. be like, and you know who had the smelliest farts on the team? <laughs> we all know it's Kyle Long, but still. Right. But that's only when he ate the cheeseless queso because uh-huh. God knows what's in that. Seriously. But then Jay Culler, like a dolphin in the ocean. No, yeah, no, no. Like, a, yeah. Anyway, he's on the Dolphins now in Miami, and it's very strange. He looks nice in the teal, I have to say. Yeah. Oh, I like the teal. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of the teal. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I hate the teal and orange combination, I like that good old Jay can kind of just kind of focus on the teal because you know he's all tan and stuff so that looks nice it looks nice for you know somebody who hates vaccinations <laughs> but jay color being back means we can talk about his hair again and at least on my twitter feed it's been um quite the contentiousness lately between jay cutler's head of hair and bryce harper's head of hair yeah i i think we need to address this Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking to you, Mr. Ricky. Yeah, we are actually, the, Ricky is an actual person. We're sorry. And, and Jordan. Ricky and Jordan. Mm-hmm. You too. Uh, we love both of you. However, I think you said it best, Amanda, when you said that Bryce Harper, like, he flaunts his hair while Jay Cutler just has great hair. So, exactly. like, Bryce Harper wants everybody to know, like, he takes off his helmet and flips his hair around he's more like I am with my hair and I like to flaunt my hair I'm not gonna lie but um I'm not a professional baseball player and I feel like it makes more sense for me um Bryce is very gifable because of your flippage talk yes um but he also knows that like that's what the fans want that's what the camera wants I'm just gonna say he's kind of like a hair diva you know a little bit and uh, you're you're trying too hard. Like, what are you trying to hide under your flipping of your hair? Jay doesn't need that. Jay uh-uh. puts his, you know, helmet head on, goes to work, then puts the helmet on top of the helmet head. And then when that helmet comes off, the hair is perfect. And um, while Bryce Harper, you know, flips between a batting helmet and baseball cap, Jay is in that helmet a lot. And that is a lot harder on your hair. Yeah. So when you take it off and it's still picture perfect, I mean, debate over. Ball game. Yeah. First down. Touchdown. Offsides. Take Ball. that, Bryce Harper. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, you know, I appreciate the gifts, but like, 
guys, it's not a competition. It's just not. Jay Cutler wins every time. And don't even, don't at me. Don't at any of us. Though, actually, go ahead, because we love Yes. We love that, but but don't at us at all. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, it's going to be a very interesting thing with uh, baseball when Bryce Harper becomes a free agent because he has made hints that he wants to come and play with his BFF Chris Bryant. Mm-hmm. And while I know this will never happen because it's a lot of money, and Bryce Harper and Chris Bryant are both going to make like Scrooge McDuck money. <laughs> Uh, they still, you know, it's still just nice to consider, nice to think it could happen. But if Bryce comes to the Cubs, hypothetically, what does that do to Brizzo? Exactly. What does that do to Brizzo? I mean, that's something to think about. Would Anthony grow out his hair to the, the curly puffs that we dream of, uh, to try to say to Chris that he's better than Bryce? I mean, I think you gotta. You know, someone's coming for your mans. You got you to gotta put on a show when someone's coming for your mans. A little bit, exactly. And they already have that Vegas history. You right. know, yes, Anthony and Chris have a souvenir company that they own, but, you know, work relationships only get you so far. Did they both stand up in Chris's wedding? Um, I feel like it was just Rizzo. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Bryant was, or Bryce Harper was there. Yes. Oh, man, they'd be bri bri. <laughs> is bri 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 better than brizzo man we've got things to consider here and i hope Theo t- is keeping these things in mind i'm sure well i'm sure he has uh he does but then he makes jed hoyer make the list because theo's too busy to make his own lists he's got a guy for that he and that just, guy is jed he just yells a lot add it to the list <laughs> and he's like oh on it so what we're saying is sports are great <laughs> so great um not the bears though well maybe the bears i don't know perhaps the bears what do you think about the bears uh so the reason we didn't hair low last week is because my grandfather passed away and we had to i had to do like all the funeral and all of that stuff and so the day of his funeral was the day of the bears um uh first preseason game and if you've ever gone through the whole funeral and wake and all of that malarkey, you know, it's exhausting as hell. So I went to bed at like 7.15 that night. So I missed all of Mitchapalooza and all of the <laughs> insanity. And uh, I, I'm a little sad that I did because it's so weird to be excited about the bears. Or not even, I don't know if excited is the right word, but like even interested Right. Because I think we thought they would be, which they still could be, uh, super dull, boring, very bad, but like not fun bad. And I don't think if you start Mitch Trubisky, all of a sudden you're going to go 16-0 in the Super Bowl, but you'll be a little more entertaining just because it's a rookie. You don't know what he's going to do. His nickname is Mr. Biscuit. Right. People also pronounce his last name Trubinsky. So at least a little bit added oomph. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Mike Glennon, who, you know, there's no oomph there whatsoever. No, um, there's oomph in that on his first drive in the preseason, he threw an interception for a touchdown. And then uh, I immediately almost fell off my couch laughing because I don't know why. I mean, it's just, I don't know why <laughs> it's, it was just so good. Uh, and he finished with a QB rating of 0.0. 
awesome. Is that I, bad? <laughs> uh, is that bad? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, that was like the one thing I knew happened before I fell asleep was that Mike Lennon threw an interception, threw a pick six. Mm-hmm. A pick six, which is one of my favorite plays in sports, uh, except for, you know, what is happening against your team. Um, he, I knew he threw the pick six, and I was like, okay, I can go to bed now. <laughs> Mike Lennon just threw a pick six in his first drive in the Chicago Bears uniform. Go team. Well, uh, and, you know, as any sports fan edge would do, we overreacted you know ridiculously but that's kind of what you do and then after the game Mike Glenn said I don't think we need to overreact to the first preseason game and okay sweetie <laughs> good luck with that I mean maybe that worked in Tampa maybe that worked in uh what town is NC State in the one in North Carolina uh <laughs> but maybe that worked in those places but mm-hmm. This is Chicago. We are a large media market, and we overreact about literally everything. Yes. So, uh, good luck. We, I like him. He seems like a perfect, perfectly likable guy, and very, yeah, very tall. Very tall. He's very. <laughs> that's my very favorite thing. Like when people are talking about him, you have to talk about how tall he is fifteen times, but not so tall that he couldn't let a snap sail over his. That head. was great. I mean, and then I think that was like the second or third drive he was in. Oh yeah, the ball just sailed over his head, and it's like, dude, the guy is eight feet tall. That's some. That's some exit velocity on that football right there. Yeah. <laughs> Get up and out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was entertaining. And then adding to all the just, you know, bearish ridiculousness, Mike Lennon's wife is on Instagram. Yeah. And <laughs> so, again, first preseason game of the season. Let's just ease into it. Okay. Uh-uh. Oh, no. So there was a photo she posted um, during the game of her tailgating with family or friends or whatnot. And I'm just going to warn you, there's some harsh language in here, some swear words. So if you have sensitive ears, cover them up. Um, I think it was after the pick six. She Instagrammed, quote, we fucking love number eight. No, not not Rex Grossman. That was just my aside. Um, and when I say fucking, I mean fucking. Thanks for everyone else's opinion. Hashtag it's the preseason. Hashtag Mike's the best. <laughs> So that stayed up for about mm, almost 24 hours. Yeah. Around there, which then the post was deleted, reposted, same photo, different caption saying, all I was trying to say in the last post was I love and support my husband and always will have his back. Having too much to drink made me phrase it differently. <laughs> I really hope she gets drunk every game and has yes. and we have some fun every game. I really yes. do. I mean, and then- I'm, I'm ready to send her some drinks. Right. And just might as well then just like take to Twitter and just do it like much more. And you could just, you know, again, you could be the Jay Cutler of like, you know, who else sucks on this team? Him try to run, he fell down. Like maybe we don't have Jay Cutler, but we have Mike Lennon's wife. So here's the thing is like he's making $19 million this year, which is a lot of money, which is even I would say if you invest it and take care of it correctly i would even say that's fuck you money we are so naughty with the language today sorry sorry, sorry. but i don't really know another word another term for that that particular amount of money if you take care of it correctly and like it's not like this was his first contract he's already they already have some money yeah so, so if they're wise with it it's the kind of money that if he never plays football again they should be fine mm-hmm 
And if he completely sucks with the Bears after being a backup to Josh McCown for the Bucks, there's a good chance this is his last season playing football. Like, unless he gets, like, a backup position somewhere else. And I, I don't know if that'll happen. Mm-hmm. So she may as well go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> well, you know, it worked for Kate Cav. She did the stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. Jay. And now she is a New York Times bestseller. She has her own shoe line. She has a jewelry line. I mean, you know. Yeah, and she could like, uh, Mike Lennon's wife could be like, and she's adorable. She could mm-hmm. be like a mommy blogger who shows up on The View every now and then. Drunk with, you know, Drunk a straw making and a glass fun of wine. Of everybody. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just having my frosé, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this so. is this is what we need this season because I think Mike Lennon is too boring to um, make a quarterback controversy really work. But well, and wife, in theory, he's you know he knows the business. He knows right. if he goes in there and like spouts his mouth off. He either will get benched or he'll put even more pressure on him, and that's kind of already happening with his, you know, performance on the field. So just let your wife do the talking, and yeah. you be like, "Oh, you know, women—they say the darndest things." Oh, the ladies, <laughs> the ladies when they have their wine. <laughs> so preseason game number two is on Saturday. Uh, it's like a nine o'clock start, which is mean because oh, I, yeah. there's no way I'm staying awake for that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how you know, the reaction is after that. But if he has another crappy game and if Mr. Biscuit has another, you know, above average game, uh, things are going to get interesting, Mm -hmm. which is super weird for the bears. I mean, they will find a way to mess it up. Just because, you know, like we're benching both of you and we're starting Mark Sanchez. What? Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. That's That's what I'm advocating. You know, Um, also funny today, there was a report out by J.D. Power, which isn't that who does like the car, like J.D. Power and Associates reports. Well, they do, but they they do. They just like um, it's more just all kinds of analyses. Mm. Of so they reported of, of all the Chicago sports teams, they ranked them on fan experience. So like, you know, ticket prices, like experience once you get there, traffic, all sorts of whatever. The Bears were dead last in Chicago sports. This <laughs> surprises me not no. at all. Not no. at all. No. White Sox number one. That doesn't surprise me either. Going, going to a White Sox game is a good time. Mm-hmm. Churros. But funny, like, of course, the Bears are last. Of course Good they job. are. I mean, if, I mean, just objectively speaking, if we had to do a poll on who is the worst at Twitter, I would also say the Bears. Also the Bears. Um, I also am interested to see, I need to look at that because uh, I wonder if NFL teams are, who is struggling, are struggling the most because NFL fan experience kind of sucks. So mm-hmm. uh, I could see them struggling across the board. Whereas, like, the NBA has been thinking about fan experience since the 90s. So has baseball. The baseball since the lockout, and they lost all of those. The 94 lockout, and they lost all of those fans. Um, Hockey has started to come around to worry about that kind of stuff. NFL's never worried about it, and and now it's starting to show because people aren't wanting to go to games. So Mm -mm. I don't want to go to a Bears game. No. But, I mean, and I wouldn't want to go to – I don't even know. Maybe Like, there's a couple teams I'd like to see in person, just because I've heard so many 
wonderful things about actually going to the games are like a Kansas City Chiefs game, mostly because of the barbecue, a Seattle Seahawks game because it's just supposed to be a blast at their stadium. Uh, and the, that's about where we're at the end yeah. of it. I see the Falcons have a new stadium coming, um, so that'll be pretty inside. But just the game itself is obviously easier to watch on TV. The stadiums are so big. I don't personally have fancy football teams. Everyone who does, like, they want they want red zone. You know, yeah. they want NFL red zone. They don't. So it's just a different, I mean, it is a different fan experience, but it's just a different way to, like, uh, take in the game. Just yeah. the whole overall Sunday. And, you know, it's expensive and... I don't know. It's cold. Like it's, it's easy just... for you to get to Soldier Field, but that's really about where it ends. Pretty much. And you yeah. like literally can hear it from your balcony. So yeah, so that's that just easier for balcony. me to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. The Bears are. Sco- oh no! Somebody fumbled. I can. I can hear it. <laughs> I just hear a loud ooh. I assume something dumb yeah. happened. <laughs> hey, speaking of dumb. Hey. Want to talk about the Chicago Bulls? Always. Always. <laughs> so the 2017-2018 schedule is out, and the Bulls have one game on national TV out of 82. That's really bad. <laughs> and shockingly, not shockingly, it is when Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, and Tom Thibodeau come to town on February 9th. That's, I, I, I'm hoping for drama. I'm hoping that Tibbs fights uh, Benny, the Bull. Sure. Uh, I feel like that is is what the best we can hope for. But this, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no TNT games. There are no TNT games, which means the bull streak of home wins on TNT continues because you know there you aren't can't any games to you, lose. you can't <laughs> break the streak if there aren't any games. Exactly. So I mean, obviously the. Again, the Bulls aren't going to be good. Maybe they will find some drama along the way to make them interesting. But it's pretty telling uh, to go from, I don't know how many games they had on national TV last year, but there were a ton. There were a, there ton. Were a ton on TT. Well, because they were yeah. super hopeful because Dwayne Wade was there and Rajon Rondo right. was there and Jimmy right. Butler and it was going to be the three alphas. And now, no. And there's also, they were, um, I think it was like the first time in seven years, maybe they're not playing on Christmas Day either which is like the nba's big yeah to do showcase so and also was part of my family's christmas celebration for years see yeah so now i don't know what to do and it's funny because like their team twitter account like they keep you know promoting the schedule and all this stuff and one of their things is like hey in january a bunch of all-stars are going to come play against the bulls you should come watch them oh that's that's never a good sign that is demoralizing very much so but also you know and you, the sad thing is somebody said, somebody from above the, like, the social media people said to them, hey, look, this is how we should sell it. And mm-hmm. these poor people have to actually say these kinds of things. Yeah. Hey, as an aside, I just want to point out something I've never noticed before. The <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans play at Smoothie King Center. Yes, they do. Okay. I just, mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure we talked to, made sure... That was on our agenda. Uh, smoothie. So, do do you like it smoothies the second you walk in? Or do I would they hope just so. Have smoothies everywhere. I mean, yeah, there's got to be kiosks everywhere. Oh, uh, kiosks. You know, naming rights are silly, um, but that's a pretty good one. Well, 
And I really think we lucked out in Chicago as far as the United Center because it just the United Center doesn't just sound like we're talking about United Airlines. Like it actually sounds like it works. Um, like that it wasn't just thought of because of naming rights. Mm-hmm. Because you have things like FedEx Forum, Little Caesars Arena, which must mean the only pizza they have in there is Little Caesars. And oh that's, yeah. God bless. God bless oh, people yeah. in Detroit. <laughs> uh, the Amway Center, which, oh, God, that's bad. Um, Just lots of cleaning supply products yeah. there for sale. <laughs> and they're all they're all going to proselytize to you. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also uh, need to, to, to talk about something. I have to address this. Patrick? Um, Amanda didn't know who Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants was, then made fun of me, and then the internet did not break big back me up and I'm upset about it <laughs> because I feel like everybody knows that Patrick is Spongebob's best friend no well so it started because um, as I do when I mean I never get bored at work when I have yes, downtime sir. downtime at work I google uh, random athletes to see like what photos might pop up in our photo system because there's always a strange charity event or I don't know whatever you know off season is weird and I uh looked for Jimmy Butler photos and there were all these photos of him and Carmelo Anthony in Puerto Rico over the weekend at something I forgot now something charity related to raise money but uh they were there with Spongebob so it was like a photo of them on the I think it was like a pink carpet with Spongebob and this giant pink thing and so I texted starfish Amanda right so I lived near a pineapple under the sea Yes. So I texted Maggie and I was like, that's totally Tibbs in disguise and this pink thing, right? And she was like, you mean Patrick? And here we are. <laughs> I have never watched Spongebob. Uh, I don't uh, even know if I've ever watched a full Spongebob. I just know these things. But like how? Perhaps from a niece or nephew? It would have to be nephew because niece is yeah. too old for Spongebob. Right. But... He lives in a pineapple under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. No, nothing. No. All right. I don't. Whatever you weirdo. But like, do they call him Bob or SpongeBob? SpongeBob. So why, His first. So why isn't it like Starfish Patrick? Because he's just Patrick. And Mr. Krabs works at Krabby Patty. <laughs> that is, and he's SpongeBob's boss. Oh, I didn't know SpongeBob was a working man. Oh, yeah. He works at Krabby Patty. He makes, and then Mr. Krabs is his boss. He makes Krabby Patties. They're burgers, but crabs. Crab burgers. Does he wear a, a hairnet? Does, do sponges have hairs? I don't know if he wears a hairnet. I'm going to bet he does because, you know, he would want to follow the, all of the business rules. And then what does Patrick do in his Who I don't life? know what Patrick's job is. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to obviously research this and he'll find <laughs> out. What Patrick's job is. So, um, right. So let's talk baseball and let's talk <laughs> Hawk Harrelson. Speaking of Patrick? Speaking no, yeah. of weirdos who may not have jobs. He's retiring on his own volition, so. Yeah, he is, sure. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Hawk, I mean, okay. What do you expect when you ask Hawk Harrelson a question? Okay. So, Hawk, what Hawk Harrelson said, why, what our, our 
my bone of contention is, is he keeps calling Wrigley Field a dump and saying <laughs> he won't walk into it. Here is my issue. 15 years ago, 10 years ago, when there was like literal pieces of cement falling onto people's heads, I agreed with him. Wrigley Field was magical and beautiful, but also a dump. However, his very stubborn stance of not wanting to walk into Wrigley Field now that it's been remodeled and it is gorgeous just kind of shows him being stubborn and dumb because like yeah it was a dump it isn't any more stupid face hawk but he's saying the visitors clubhouse is a dump which it is they're working on it yeah they're remodeling that in this in the come in the coming off season right and he's saying the press box area is a dump <laughs> which is not great but again i know there's people you know no one loves things more than the press complaining about their (laughs) conditions but i think i mean not to defend hawk but i'll defend hawk but i think that was what he's saying um but again you ask hawk carolson a question about something that's not his team or his ipad what do you expect to get a story about yes right so like i mean it's funny and then this whole thing this whole thing happened during the crosstown series which was like right a month ago and then it kind of got brought back up to the forefront um, someone asked him about Wrigley. I don't even know why. And then uh, the Cubs actually like trolled him on Twitter. There was a home run ball by Anthony Rizzo that left the ballpark, and like the Cubs <laughs> just tweeted like, "I will never step foot in the, that ballpark again." That ball, you know, that ball or whatever, <laughs> which was hilarious. But um, again, like I just love all these people getting mad at Hawk. Like he's he's going to tell you to get off his lawn, and in the process, tell you you know he doesn't like your favorite sports team. Like. I, 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 what, what do you expect from Hawk? Well, I mean, it, hey, if a, if an old man yells at me to yell, get off his lawn, I yell back. So, right. yeah. Except but for the just... nice man who lives down the street from where I used to live, because I really hope if I'm how nice I am to him means that one day he'll leave me his house. It's <laughs> a good, uh, good theory. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Hawk was just a little salty because the Taco Bell is going away from Wrigley. That could be. That could be. Uh, and I'm sure he's not the only one, seeing as Anthony Rizzo's fiance said that Taco Bell is his favorite food. Mm-hmm. So it's likely that Anthony Rizzo is salty that his salty food is going away. I'm just saying, if his numbers dip, you know, they got to reconsider yeah. the demolition. Now, I am not sure where he lives, but some maybe in that story. Sure with you it, aren't. Okay, just kidding. No, well, in, in that story with his fiance, did they say River North, maybe? Maybe, but again, as we've hypothesized well, probably too much on this lovely podcast, like, you know, you you get done at Wrigley Lake Game. It's right across the street. The only other one nearish by is up on Clybourne. Right. That's the, that's my thing. It's like, what route do you take where you pass the Taco Bell now? Like, yeah, you would have to take, it would be a pain in the pot. Mm-hmm. Unless or he lives right there. But yeah, the one by Wrigley is, you know, right there. And plus, he's Anthony Rizzo. Jed Hoyer will probably go get your Taco Bell for you, bring it back. So it's like nice and warm and um, congealed together by the time you're done with your game. There's also one on Irving in California, but I cannot imagine that's the direction he drives when he goes no. home. No. So uh, Taco Bell's going to need to get this figured out. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I am just kind of like curious as there's also the taco place under the under the L by Wrigley. Yes. But I mean, taco stands and Taco Bell are not the same thing. So I'm in, just interested to see how all of this shakes out, because sometimes when it's late at night and you've had a drink or six, Taco Bell is the only thing you could have. So I, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure Mrs. Mike Glennon feels the same way. Yeah. She knows. She knows where all <laughs> she knows where all the Taco Bells are. Uh, also weird Cubs White Sox news. Um, th- I think we are the only people the Cubs have not given a World Series ring to. Seriously, I'm starting to get pissed. Where I know. is my ring? Um, because this week it was re- revealed. It's easy for me to say that Jim Hendry got one, Dale Swain got one, and Rick Renteria got one. Yeah. Well, when they said that 1,908 rings were ordered, <laughs> they meant I was it. like, who the hell are they giving all these rings to? And where's mine? Um, and now I'm finding out. Who there's get- it's, it's just weird. Because, like, so Jim Hendry, I'm pretty sure the only player he was involved in bringing in was Anthony Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dale Swaim and Ricky Renteria were both. Dale Swaim was, what, their two seasons, and Ricky was there for one? Mm-hmm. And as you brought up when we were talking before, and we weren't saving it for the podcast, uh, what, like, does Ricky Renteria wear the ring he got for the Cubs World Series that they he got while they were coaching, while he was coaching the White Sox? Does he wear that around? I mean, Did I can't you? imagine. I, I wouldn't. Me neither. Because, again, you, even if you don't know who renteria is you see the ring and you're like wow did you play on the cubs were you a coach well no see i was a coach and then this guy joe madden was available so they fired me but they were super nice about it uh and then i went and coached the other team in town and now i have a cubs world series ring yeah or like if you're ken williams or you're frank Hahn and you see him wearing that yeah that that's weird i mean i guess you could wear it as like a you know, stupid motivational tactic. Like, look, guys, you can get one of these. Like, mm. players don't know what they're working towards. Right. I mean, I guess you just put it, and then, you know, then you put it up on your shelf, and then it's just staring at you, mocking you. And yeah. you can't probably sell it because they'll know. And there's all those contracts, ring contracts out there. Plus, it says Renteria on the side. So yeah. it's not like you could just kind of sneak it past someone. It's just strange. I mean, Maybe Jim Henry, because he's, you know, a front office guy and okay, sure, fine. But for the guys who actually play and actually managed, it would seem a lot more personal and then therefore weird because you didn't actually earn it, earn it. Yeah. You earned it by association. And then, I don't know. It's a nice gesture, but it's also like, did they ask him ahead of time? Do you want this? I Here's what I wonder if they said... Do you want this or do you want $15,000? Right. I'll take the money. I I think I know what I'm taking. Um, Well, and it's funny, too, because when they gave the ring to Steve Bartman, they, you know, leaked it or whatever and then put out a press release by it. It was very, like, public knowledge. Here's why we did it. Here's a statement. Bing, bang, boom. These last three, the Henry, Swain, and Renteria, were kind of all in the down low. I think Jerry Reinsdorf just blabbed it in a USA Today interview. Because he's Jerry Reinsdorf. Right. But, 
you know, why were those more under the radar? Just because they are weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. But I really want a list of the 1,908 people who have rings. No, me too. Because, like, seriously, there are probably three people <laughs> that don't have and it, one. And me and you are two of them. Right. I mean, and then when, where do you draw the line? Do you give it to ex-players? Like, do, you, just, do you send it to Starlin Castro? Exactly. Or Soriano. Right. Or... Um, Glavar Torres, since they had to, sure. since they had to trade him to get right. Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's weird. Like I don't know where you draw the line. You know, it's like when you're, I yeah, I don't know. I and, mean, you make your list and then you cut and you cut and you cut. No, they made their list and they kept adding and adding, <laughs> adding. We need two more. Yeah, it's weird. They're weird. Okay, you know what else is weird? Not your face. Oh, that's sweet. It is. But um, so Major League Baseball is allowing players to have nicknames on the back of like special jerseys this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's th- there wasn't much imagination when we were talking when we were talking about basically both of the teams in Chicago. Hey, man, do you do do you know what Chris Bryant's nickname is? Uh, Sparkle Princess. It is Sparkle Princess. So why does it say KB on the back of its jersey? Well, A, he doesn't want to make everyone jealous. And B, that's all. I mean, it would be pretty curvy. Because then you'd have to have the little sparkle yeah. emojis on yeah. either side. True. But I, I think I tweeted this. If you're Bryant and Rizzo, how does one not have Bry? And the other and, so. Yes, and then you see it next to each other, and it's like, eh. And we're best friends. Instead, you have KB and Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony. You know what, John, John, John Lester's is a pretty good nickname. What is it? Lester. Oh, uh, we also have Schwarbs and Addy. Mm. Happer. Tommy Listella's <laughs> is Listella. I'm thinking that one was because they didn't actually think he would be on the team yeah. once this rolled around because he's up and back and up and back and up and back. So we're like, we'll just put Listella down and we'll come up with something yeah. better later. Now there's a couple good ones. Ben Zobrist is Zorilla. Uh, John Jay is 305J because he's fr- he went to Miami. So like 305 is all good. Mr. 305 Pitbull. There we uh, go. Mm-hmm, Dolly. Yeah. Yes. Um, Carl's Jr. for Carl Edwards Jr. Like those are good ones. Kyle Hendricks is Hendo. <laughs> I've had that last name for longer than Kyle Hendricks has, and I've never been called Hendo. No. And he's not a... Who is calling Kyle Hendricks a nickname besides... Exactly. And his nickname is Professor. Right. I'm kind of surprised it doesn't just say Kyle. Mr. Like, not even Hendricks, because, like, well, that's a a lot of work for someone to write all that down. Just put Kyle. Or Mr. Hendricks. Right. And then I could have gotten it for my dad. (sighs) It's just... Yeah. I don't know. It's funny, because it's a chance for them to actually have fun and you know this team loves the wacky but, but they, these are pretty underwhelming they did not deliver on the well the wacky the white Sox are a little better but uh not all that great now you have a uh, yo-yo for mancata which yeah. is his um personal nickname um bubba i don't know who that is i don't know who that is either but um there's a few white Sox players that the name bubba could fit for mm-hmm. big pelf Nobody called you Big Pelf. <laughs> and maybe he does call himself that. Big Pelf is in the clubhouse. Nobody calls you that. No. Yeah, they're all just kind of bad. We're all, we're just. Yeah. 
who is 79 is mal tiempo is that bad that's bad time um that is jose Abreu, and that is actually the name of his town he is from in cuba he's from a town called bad time mm-hmm. oh that's really sad mm-hmm. well i'm glad he got out yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of depressing uh all right so those are the nicknames what would be on the back of yours amanda um, mm, I don't know. I think mine would have to do something with princess or a tiara or something. <laughs> I would just have a picture of a tiara. Just like emojis? Yeah. That's, I mean. That's all I'd want is a tiara. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the I would want to have the gif of Beyonce doing the double flip off. Oh, there you go. That's, but that's probably not nice and family friendly. I uh, might have something about baking, baking queen. Oh no, I know. What? Do period your period job period. Oh yeah, that would be yours. That yeah. would be yours. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, good thing with that we don't have to come up with this. Also, why are the White Sox jerseys red and their hats are red? Yeah, they're like red and black. And they all have the uh like the V neck with the sleeves. Yeah. I don't know. MLB just obviously wants your money and would like you to buy these. Well, so. and the Cubs ones are like my sorority colors that are like they're like light blue and dark blue. Oh, okay. Uh all right. Speaking of ooh, what? Speaking of blue. Yes. Kyle Schwarber has a Dalmatian named Blue. Oh, that's right. We learned about it because he took it to a firehouse today. Yes. Which is also the same name as Cristiano Felicio's dog because I follow him on Instagram and his name is also Blue. Mm-hmm. He's by the Tribune Tower a lot and he never calls to tell me he's there. I do. I know. Maybe he heard me talking about how creepy it was when you do it so he doesn't do it. But I would like to meet you, Dog Blue. So I might, oh. I might like lose it a little bit if I walk down the street and ran into Dog Blue. I mean, when I see normal dogs on the street, I kind of like to yeah, myself. So if it was like a celebrity dog. Yeah, that's true. That's Dwayne true. Wade's dog has been all over his Snapchat lately. He's w- so cute. I would like to meet Dwayne Wade's dog. I want to meet every dog, basically. His name is Trey. Because that's his number. Sure, sure. And it's the shot he can't shoot anymore. <laughs> Ooh, snap. Burn. Burn. And on that... We must go now. Uh, you can always follow us at Hello Chicago. You can email us at HelloChicago at gmail.com. You can, I don't know, go buy our house. No, don't go buy our houses. No. I find that creepy. I do find it creepy. So, all right, everybody. Thanks. Have a good week. Bye, guys.